0: Well, we got some folks to pray for this morning, pray for Sister Bonnie, God knows you going her arm, uh, pray for Sister Elaine, was going to come yesterday and not able to come this morning, pray for Sister Jane, She thinks it's a football player, not fail her knee. Uh, let's pray for, pray for those that are seeking body, those that we don't see this morning, God knows where they are, amen. Pray yeah, yeah. right for the Hill family. They get ready to have a funeral on Monday. So let's pray right for them as you. You. Sure? <laughs> well. Yeah, something like well, Let us all stand and go to the Lord in prayer this morning.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a, a bad car break here last yeah, night. where a that's new that's house. Is that
0: the one you talked about? Yeah. They said the lady had a seizure or something. Yeah, have it for a while. for that family. Amen. 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 Father, we thank you today, God, that we can come and be in your presence. Father, we thank you because we know that today is a day that you have truly made. And we come to rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we thank you, Lord, for all the blessings in our lives, God, because we did not wake ourselves up this morning. Father, we thank you, Lord, that we have the ability to be in church and help in our bodies. Father, we pray for Sister Bonnie this morning, Sister Gail, Sister Elaine, Father, Lord, that you would touch them. Lord, that you would bring healing into their bodies. We pray for the for the families of the lost ones, Lord, from the wrecked ice night. Lord, you know all about the situation, God. We ask you to touch that situation, God. Lord, only you could bring healing into the hearts of the brokenhearted in a time like this. We pray for the healed families that get ready to say goodbye to their dear brother. And Father, we just give you praise and honor, Lord, for the strength that we have. And I thank you, Lord, for the souls that you have brought to the sanctuary this morning. And we give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Everybody said, amen.
1: amen, amen. Come on, praise team.
0: the Lord's here today? Amen. Hey, let's just worship the Lord this morning.
1: Lossers and third. To
0: come. <laughs> yeah. You gotta see the victory. No matter what you're going through, I'm here this morning to tell you the victory is not yours. The battle belongs to the Lord. Amen? Amen. 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 Go ahead, brother. i just put those hands in prayer for Jesus. Close your eyes. Get lost in the worship this morning. He is worthy of our praise and our worship this morning. <laughs> Amen. Well, we need to collect some for our grass cut detail. Amen. I was just telling them every Saturday they to put on a lawnmower and push it and get it going and kick it. Amen. Get it to cut some grass for us. One of days we're going to have to break down the possibility. Amen. But God is still sustaining the one we have. And we're grateful for that. So we want to give God our tithes and our offerings this morning as we come to the Lord and render to him what belongs to him. Amen. Now we all know it's not our money, it's God's money. Amen. He blesses us to keep the 90% and he blesses that 90%. Amen. I don't know about you, but I, listen, I'd rather really have the 90% that is blessed by God than mm-hmm. the 100% that's blessed by the devil. Amen. Amen. Because the devil won't bless nothing. He wants to tear it up. Still kill destroy is what Jesus said. And that's all he wants to do. Now God says, you've a for our sake, Come on, counsel, let's uh, Let's get ready to collect our funds this morning. Hey, Amen. God has been to us. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you today. Lord, that we can come and be your presence. Lord, we thank you today. This is the day that you have made. you have allowed us one more time. Lord, to be here, you've allowed us one more time to take this offering, God. as we trust you in our finances. We know that you've got all things in the palm of your hands, oh God. And we give you praise and honor and glory for that. In Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray. Everybody said, Amen. Series. This is part two of uh, 5784, uh, five, which is the year of the door. We're talking about the new year. Happy New Year's to you. Amen? Amen. This time next Sunday, we will be celebrating the New Year's. New Year's will actually be here Sunday. It's called Rosh Hashanah on the Jewish calendar. We are actually living in the year. 5,783 Getting ready to go into the year 5,784 And we want to talk about that for a little bit Amen? Because I believe that the, that the Lord Jesus Christ is soon to return. I may all believe that today Jesus is soon to return Amen? So Revelation chapter 3 looking at verse 14 And the angel of the church so the last right these things, saith the amen, the faithful and the true witness, the beginning of creation of God. I know your words, that you are neither hot nor cold, or cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Father, only you can bring forth revelation knowledge upon your word. We ask, the Lord, for the Holy Spirit to minister to us this morning, open up our hearts and our minds to receive. For those that are following us through the Internet, God, watching us through YouTube and Facebook, God, that you would bless them where they are. Uh, those that are too sick, that they will come to church, that you would heal them. And Father, we give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen. 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 We call this a lukewarm church. This is the last church in the book of Revelations that the Holy Spirit was talking to, that Jesus was talking to, uh, through John the Revelator, and wrote Revelations, and John told, was writing all this down, that the Lord was showing him. And this is the last church. And as I have looked back through all the churches, I have come to a conclusion that these are also time periods in history. And I mean, I believe that we are living in the last days. I, don't, I have not found one person, I have not found one person that would argue that point. You can take the worst sinner on the planet and they'll tell you, yeah, we're looking at the last days. Amen. Hey, everybody, people go to church and people don't go to church, they believe, hey, it's getting bad and it can't get much worse. It's got to be the last days. What gets me is you've got people outside the church that are saying that we're living in the last days and yet they still can't come to the church. Amen. Amen. I saw a Facebook post. I had to repost it. I, I, I believe it's true. If you love Jesus, you'll attend this church. Amen. If you love the Lord, you'll attend this church. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, so I saw that. I had to repost that this week. But I want you to notice that Jesus is saying something to us. He says, I know your words, that ye are neither cold nor hot. You see, if you was cold, then the Lord would warm you up. Amen. If you're cold, God can put some, some Holy Ghost fire under you and get you fired up. Amen? Amen? So that means that at one time, in order to be lukewarm at one time, you, you had to be one of them. You had to be hot or you had to be cold. But you're in the middle. You're lukewarm. You're in the middle. You're not hot and you're not cold. Let me know that God wants us hot. Amen? I don't know about you, but I like my coffee hot, not cold. I don't drink that coffee with ice in it. Uh-uh, not me. You don't find me down to Starbucks in that little... French vanilla whatever they want to call it, amen? That ain't real coffee. To me, like I tell my kids, if you want a milkshake, go Dairy Queen, not the coffee shop, amen? Uh, That's milkshake to me is all that is. I want my coffee hot and black, amen? Amen? I want my coffee hot and black. I want my shower hot. I don't want cold showers. I I want that water hot enough to burn the dirt off of me, amen? And in my case, burn the grease out of me, amen? Amen. I, want my, I, want my I want my food. I don't like cold food. I'm going to tell you, I'll be the first one to, to throw a fit if i got to eat some cold food. The only food I like to eat that's cold is chicken. I don't know what it is about chicken, but if you can eat cold chicken, it tastes good. That's the only thing. That t- in, my, in my taste buds, everything else that's cold it just ain't going to taste right. It don't taste right until it's hot. Amen? And I in the Lord's the same way. He says, I wish that you were either cold or hot, but because you are lukewarm, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. How do you know where the word of God comes from? Out of the mouth of God. Out of the mouth of God. So he's going to spew us out of his mouth. Look what it says in verse 17. Because you say I am rich and have become wealthy and have need of nothing. You know, I think that's where we are today, church. People running around and have need of nothing by God. Amen. I, I met Mr. Uh, Glenn Hill for the first time um, yesterday, and uh, I was talking to Mr. Glenn Hill, and, and he was telling me, he said, yeah. and we were talking about, you know, today, we're talking about the times we're living in, and he said, we, he, this is what he said, we had to either work or starve. He's talking about hard work. Brother, you know what he's talking about. He had to work back when he was growing up. He's talking about times he's growing up in. He said, we had to work or starve. And I said, look at the culture today. I said, we we think it's the end of the world if the internet goes down. Come on, Sister Sharon, say amen. (laughs) If the internet goes down, we think it's the end of the world. But in his generation, they had to work or starve. That's a different time period. But I want you to see where we are today. We, We say we have need of nothing, and we are such a rich and prosperous land today. Everything's at our fingertips. That we do not pray to God for our needs anymore because we don't think we need anything. Mm. We pray to God for our wants. Oh yeah, Lord, give me that little red Cadillac. Come on. Give me that red, that little red Cor- uh, uh, Corvette. Come on, church. Amen. We pray about our wants, but we don't pray about our needs because we don't need nothing. I don't know about you, but I need Jesus. I said I need Jesus. I need Jesus every day. I need Jesus today. Amen. He says, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, that you may be rich in white garments, that you may be clothed, and that the shame of your nakedness may be revealed, and anoint your eyes with eyes saved, and that you may see. As many as I have loved, I have rebuked and chastened. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Behold, look at verse 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. When I heard that the year we're living in, and we're gonna talk about each number for a moment like we did last week, and I can't recapture everything we talked about last week today, so if you don't know, you can go back and watch YouTube from last week. But we get to the, the number four, and four means door. And when I heard that the translation of four means door, This is the scripture that came to me. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me and sit with me on my throne as I have overcome and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. I believe that this is the year that Jesus is knocking on the door of the church. Amen? And I believe he's knocking on the door of the church saying, let me in. Let me in. I believe we are at that time when Jesus is outside of some churches. And he's standing at the door of the church, and he's saying, Let me in. I pray that when Jesus knocks on the door of our church, we got enough sense to open the door. Come on, church. We want the Lord up in the house of Baal to come on. We want Jesus Christ right here. We want the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We want the blessings of God. We don't want Jesus on the outside of the Baal Church of God. We want him right here in the pulpit. Amen. Amen. But I believe for many he's knocking on the doors because he's already been kicked out. Mm. You ever been kicked out of church? Ain't nobody been kicked out of church more than Jesus has. Amen. Let that sink in for a while. Let that sink in. So, five means we're talking about five, seven, eight, four. We're talking about the year of the Lord that we're living in. This goes back to Genesis 1 and 1. In the beginning was God. That day is marked as what we call Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of time as you and I know it today. And the rabbis and the Israelite people, the Jewish scholars, they have calculated and they have went back and researched and they came back to Genesis 1 and 1 and they said it is 5,783 years right now. We're getting ready to go into 5,784 years next week, starting Friday night to Sunday we will enter into the Jewish year of 5,784. Now, each number means something. In the Hebrew language, every letter in the alphabet uh, means a statement, all right? Like for example, A, alpha, that means father. That's the first letter in the Jewish Hebrew alphabet, alpha, father, okay? So every one of them means something. There's a number assigned, you know, because look at our number, they mean something. So every word has a number assigned to it, and every word means something. So five means grace to overcome. Grace to overcome. Let me tell you, I don't know what you're going through today, but God's given you the grace to overcome it. Amen? God has given you the grace. What is the grace? The favor of God. The undeserved, unearned. Come on. You can't work for it. To favor the blessings of God, grace to overcome. Seven, the spirit of manifestation. You know, when I think about this, I can't help but think about the day of Pentecost. Huh? Yeah, they were all together in one accord. I'm going to tell you, I think that's one of the greatest miracles in the, in the history of the, of the church. It was 120 people, and they were all in one mind, in one accord. Amen. Amen. What does the devil fight more and more in every church? Uh, he fights unity. He fights, and the double loves small churches. Y'all know that? Double love loves small churches to tear them up. Hmm. That so they're in unity. I can't help but think about Pentecost. It says the spirit of manifestation. A means new beginnings. I told you to last week that I'm not a computer person. My way of rebooting the computer is unplug it and then plug it back up. And that reboots the whole system for me. Amen. In uh, today's times that we're living in, there's a proper way of shutting things down on the computer. I don't do none of those things. Angel will tell you. There will be ten windows open on on the computer. I don't go back and cook them off on my phone. Everything's open and nothing's off. The best thing to do is just unplug it, turn it off, and then reboot. Amen. Sometimes you got to reboot in life. Sometimes you need a new beginning. Amen. Sometimes you just say, "Lord, I just want to start over again." And let's just wipe the slate clean. And let's just say this is a new day. We're going to start over again. So we got Grace to Overcome, Spirit of Manifestation, New Beginnings, and then number four means door. Door. Door is a sign in, the, in Hebrew. In English it's translated door. But it's number four. So, are y'all ready for a prophetic word? I was telling somebody yesterday, I <clears throat> was we talking about prophecy. And I said that last week. you got to be careful people are talking about I had a dream or I had a vision. You know, I, I won't... And I told him I said, give me some prophecy that's founded on the Word of God. Give me a foundation on the Word of God and a no prophecy on that. Amen? Because you got a lot of people, there's, there's people out there, they prophesy from the time of opening of the church service. Hmm, into a, an hour and a half later, they still prophesy. And it have not went to one scripture in the Bible, but they are telling you what thus say of the Lord. If you're gonna tell me what thus say of the Lord, you better show me a scripture. Amen. We need a foundation. Be be careful when somebody says I have a prophetic word for you uh, and they don't quote any scriptures to back it up. Be very careful with that. Base everything on the word of God. So what I like to do is I like to base prophetic words on the word of God and here's the prophetic word just for the year based on the number system of the Hebrew alphabet. Y'all ready for this? Talk about the new year we're going into. God will give you the grace to overcome and God will manifest His Spirit for you to have a new beginning. And God will open and close doors for you. That's the prophetic word for the new new year we're going into. Amen. And it's all outlined right there in the Bible itself. Turn your Bibles over to Revelation chapter three. Revelation chapter three. I don't know if we'll be able to get through everything today. I'm praying that we will. We're going to look at verse 14. Oh, we've already done that. Revelation chapter 4. <laughs> <laughs> Revelation chapter 4, this next page over. Look at what it says. Now, this is, in chapter 3, Jesus is talking to the church. I told you this is the church age that we're dealing with today. Somebody asked me not to know me though. said, Brother, you think we're in the great falling away? No doubt. No doubt we're already in the great falling away. So verse 4, look at, verse, look at chapter 4, verse 1. And you got to realize when you're reading the Bible, nothing was written in chapter and verses. It was just one letter. And so we, read, we see chapter and verses, and sometimes we think, well, this happened a year later, or he's at a new thought now, he went to do something else. And oh, not in this case at all. Uh, the chapter and verse really should not be there, because it's a continuous letter of chapter 3. But look at what it says. After these things, I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice, which I heard, was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, Come up hither, and I will show you things things that must take place after this. In verse 2, Immediately I was in the Spirit. Woo, I'm telling you, I am shouting around right now. Immediately, Brother Matthew, I was in the spirit, <clears throat> and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat upon the throne, and he who sat, sat there was like a jasper and a sardos stone of, in appearance, and there was a rainbow round about the throne. Listen, the rainbow is God's bowl. Come on, church, right. it don't belong to the devil, it don't belong to any community. It belongs to God. Amen. 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 And around the throne were twenty-four thrones, and the thrones I saw twenty-four elders sitting, clothed in white robes, and they had crowns of gold upon their heads. And from the thrones proceeded lightning and thunder, and a voice. Seven lambs of fire were burning before the throne, and which are the seven spirits of God. And before the thrones there was a sea of glass like crystal. In the midst of the thrones and around the thrones were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in the back, and the first living creature was like of a lion, and the second living creature was like of a calf, and the third living creature had a face like a man, and the fourth living creature a flying eagle, and the four living creatures each having six wings, or full of eyes round within, and they do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, holy, holy. Can we say amen to Jesus right there. Chapter 4 is a window, if you will, into what the rapture is going to happen. It's going to take place. So it's a picture of the rapture. Look at what John is talking about. He's at the last church. He's ministering. He's prophesying to the the Lacedonians. He's saying, "You you are not hot. You're not cold. You're lukewarm. Amen. You don't care if you go to church. You don't care if you do. Amen. And he said, I'm going to squeeze you out of my mouth. And then he says, And I looked, and behold, a door. And here we are, Sister Dan, in the year of the door. In the year of the door, and he says, look, and behold, a door was open in the heaven. I believe that this is the year that God is opening the doors in heaven. Amen? He's opening the doors in heaven. And I believe that we are so close to the rapture of the church, we are closer than we've ever been before. Every single day you wake up and open your eyes, honey child, as they would say, <laughs> you are one day closer to seeing Jesus. Amen. amen. You are one day closer to the rapture of the church each and every day that, that we align. And I just have to say this, amen. The trumpet sound. Donald Trump is sounding again. Come on. He's telling the world that the the government's corrupt. Amen out there. Amen. You just have to throw that in. But are you ready, church? Are you ready for the rapture of the church? Are you ready for Jesus Christ to come back? Because he's coming. I said he's coming. He's coming. Turn your Bibles, if you will, to the book of Daniel chapter 7. Daniel chapter, chapter 7. I marked my Bible today. I cheated a little bit, so I can get there a little faster than you can. Amen. I already know where I'm going. Daniel chapter 7, we're looking at verse 1. It says, in the first year of Beelzezhar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream. In the vision of his cave while he was on his bed, then he wrote down the dream, telling many facts. Daniel spoke, saying, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of heaven were stirring up the great sea, and four great beasts came up from the sea, each different from the other. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings, and I watched till its wings were plucked off, and it was lifted up from the earth and made to stand on two feet like a man, and a man's heart was given to it. And suddenly another beast, a second, like a bear, and it raised up on one side, and had three ribs in its mouth between its teeth. And they said thus to it, Arise, devour much flesh. After this I looked, and there was another, like a leopard, which had on its back four wings of a bird. The beast also had four heads, and a dominion was given to it, and I saw this. I saw in the night vision, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, exceedingly strong. It had a huge iron teeth, and it was devouring, breaking into pieces, and trampling the residue within its feet. It was different from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. And I was considering the horns, and there was another horn, a little horn, coming up from among them, before whom the first horns were plucked out of the roots. And there, in this horn, were eyes like the eyes of a man, and a mouth speaking pompous words. And at once, the thrones were in place, and the ancient of days received His garment was white as snow, and his hair of his head was like pure wool, and his throne was a fiery flame. And a wheel of a burning fire, a fiery stream issued and came forth from before him, and thousands thousands ministered to him. Ten thousands times ten thousands stood before him. The courts were seated and the books were opened. And I watched then, because of the sound of the pompous words which the horn was speaking, I watched till the beast was slain and his body destroyed and given to the burning fire flame. As for the rest of the beasts, they had their dominion taken away. Yet their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. I was watching in the night season, behold, one like the Son of Man coming with the clouds of heaven. He came to the ancient of days, and they brought him near before him. Then to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom, and all the people, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and his kingdom the one which shall not be destroyed. Amen. Amen, and amen forevermore. Praise God. But I want to show you where we are today of the Lord's returning. We're talking about the ten horns of the beast that Daniel saw in the night vision. And then after he sees the ten horns, he sees the judgment seat of God. He sees the Father God sitting in the throne. He sees the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, at his right hand. And he sees the judgments that are coming as ten thousands upon thousands are standing before him. How many of you today have heard or been keeping up with the news in what they call the BRICS? B R I C S. Well, if you haven't, let me tell you. On August the 24th of this year, that you and I know of, China, y'all hold your fingers up now, China, Brazil, Russia, India, how many horns were there? South Africa, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Ethiopia, Egypt, Argentina, Mm, there's 10, there's 10. Their agenda is to take over the world's money. They just had a big meeting August twenty fourth. Take over the world's money. They already have their own bank called the New Development Bank. They already have their own currency. They want their new money to become the world's largest global currency in the business world. They are doing everything they can to cripple the American dollar. How I many of y'all been keeping up with this only news? Right. Hmm? Keeping up with it. The three, the Antichrist economic system has already been revealed. Amazon won. How I many of y'all shop at Amazon? A lot, a lot of people shop at that Amazon. Angel's an Amazon shopper. Dan's an Amazon shopper. I mean, you can just buy online. You can go to too. Hey, man. Amazon shoppers, Like, why well, would the whole man or die? <laughs> well, the Amazon just came out with a device called Amazon One. And it reads the palm of your hand. And your, palm, your finger, your palm's print is connected to your credit card. And you can walk in a hole full of holes food, grocery stores in California right now, and you can just wave the palm of your hand over this little device, and the money will come out of your bank account, hmm, that's a scary thought, brothers, sisters, that's a scary thought, how close we are, how close we are, Revelations chapter 13, Revelations chapter 13, how many of y'all me something out of this this morning? You gotta pay attention to what's going on in the news. Revelations chapter 13 and verse 15. And I, I was talking to angel this past week, and you know, the church is looking for a, a methodical creature to come up out of the sea with ten horns and all this. But you gotta remember, Jesus, the, the devil, he slithered his way into the garden, undetected. The devil isn't coming to us in mythical creature form. He's coming to us as where we are today. As where we are today Revelation chapter 13 and verse 15 are you there amen. amen and he was granted power we're talking about the antichrist he was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed he calls all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads. And that no one may buy or sell except one of them that has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beasts is the number of men yet. His number is 666. Six, six. They already have in place a contactless payment. That's what Amazon One is. It simplifies every day's interaction. It's free. It's contactless service. And all you have to do is pay with the palm of your hand. Where's the mark of the beats going to be at? In your hand. Elon Musk. I mean, y'all heard of Elon Musk. He has been working for years now on trying to connect your brain to the internet, huh? And the mark will be upon your forehead. He's trying to connect your brain. He's you got a chip somehow, interject a chip into your brain. And just think, I wonder, I wonder what Google's got to say about this. I guess you just bleach your eyes or something like be rich and, and, and Google it. And connect to Google and, and through your thoughts. Can you imagine this world that Elon Musk is trying to develop? You can research it yourself and see what's going on. The system of the beast is already here. It's already here. You are already using it. You just don't know it. You're already using the system of the beast. You just don't know it. Hmm. So there we are looking at these things. So coming soon to a store near you will be Pompeii. Y'all just go ahead and sign up, sign on up, and get your, your cashless. The cashless, the cashless society is coming. In in Switzerland, Switzerland, is I mean uh, Sweden, Sweden is rapidly moving away from cash. Demands for cash has dropped by more than 50% over the past decade. Imagine a world where you don't have cash. Imagine a world. You don't have cash. You ever hired somebody to maybe cut your grass and you gave them some money? Well, yeah. gave to them. Yeah. In the future, you ain't gonna be able to do that. In the future, you're gonna have to pay them with digital money. And the IRS is going to want to know where you've got that digital money to pay somebody to cut your grass. And then they're gonna know the person you, the little boy you gave the digital money to, are uh, they gonna pay taxes on that? That's where we're going, church. That's the tracking system. That the government is going to. you Listen, our banking system already has to report to the IRS if you have more than $600 in your bank account. Yeah. If you have more than $600 in your bank account, your bank has to inform the IRS. Joe Biden just put that in place probably two years ago. Uh, there was a big stink about it. It's already happened. The government, trust me when I say this, The government will control its citizens by controlling their money. The government.
1: I thought it was if you drew out over 600, you had to. You got it in there.
0: They Uh, report it. uh Got it in there. Oh yeah, they're gonna report if you draw it out too. That's gonna be. They're doing that too. But if you have it in there, they are reporting it. In verse 18, it says, "Let him who understands calculate the number." of the beast. Isn't it, isn't it funny that they use the word calculate, calculate the number of the beast? Have you ever asked yourself a question? You know you got, those, you got those little cell phones and everybody takes those pictures and you put on Facebook and we don't worry about losing those pictures. Why? Because they're stored in the cloud. You ever heard of the digital cloud? All your pictures are stored in the cloud. All your information stored in the cloud all you got to do is connect to the cloud and you will be able to retrieve your pictures and whatever else you you want to you you want to receive Mm -hmm. have never asked yourself that I asked myself this past week what stores the cloud what's holding that together and as I researched it I found the word supercomputer they have a supercomputer listen to this that they call the Beast. They call it the Beast, the supercomputer. Everything I'm telling you, you can look up for yourself. The supercomputer is called the Beast because it's so huge. It's so massive. They said where they got this thing stored at, and you can stand in the aisle and literally see the curvature of the earth because it's so long. Now, and there had many little buildings. that many places that they store stuff, but they're all connected to the beast. So your little pictures and all your information is already in the supercomputer. They know everything about you. Google yourself. You would be surprised what Google knows about you. They already know. The system of the beast is here.